0: We welcome you to the Tabernacle Podcast, brought to you by the Tabernacle Baptist Church in Hickory, North Carolina. If you'd like to learn more about Tabernacle, you can visit our website, tabernaclebaptistchurch.com. You can find other sermons like this one on Apple Podcast, YouTube, and Sermon Audio. It is our prayer that God has used this message to be an encouragement to your heart. Turn with me to First Corinthians chapter 4. First Corinthians chapter 4 Paul is is giving somewhat of a defense of his apostleship and his ministry that was under attack by those in Corinth who sought to undermine Paul And he says in in chapter 4 and verse 1, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. A steward is one who manages the affairs of another. The Bible tells us in Colossians chapter 1, let me me just read that for you. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 18 speaking of the lord jesus he is the head of the body the church who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead that in all things he might have the preeminence do you know who this church belongs to it's the lord's church do you know who's in charge of this church on contrary to popular opinion it's not us. I'm sorry if this upsets you, but it's not you. It's him. This is the Lord's church. It doesn't belong to us, it belongs to him. He is the head. And we are stewards. And we manage his affairs, we manage his work here on this earth. So back to First Corinthians 4, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Those mysteries that Paul speaks of are things that are revealed now to us through the Holy Scriptures, things that were being revealed through the apostles during the church age being revealed in real time are now revealed perfectly to us to the extent that God wants them revealed to us through the pages of his word. And therefore, we now are stewards of the mysteries of God. And the Bible says in verse 2, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. I think it's interesting to note the requirement. If you and I were to say what should be required in a steward, we would probably say that a man be capable. But the Lord doesn't tell us that. God says that he be faithful. You see, there are different levels of ability that we all have. There are some with great ability. There are those who have less ability. There are those that we might see from a fleshly, worldly perspective and say, those are the kind of people that we want making decisions. Those are the kind of people who are capable to lead. But God doesn't say anything about capability in this verse. He speaks about dependability. He speaks about being faithful. Faithful, because no matter how capable a person is, how gifted, how talented, how how smart they are, if they aren't faithful, their ability cannot be uh, cannot be maximized by the Spirit of God. You see, man at his best falls far short of the glory of God. Paul says, who is sufficient for these things? In other words, who among us has the ability to do, to conduct the work of God in the ministry of God's word? The answer is none of us. None of us but it is God working through us he said our sufficiency is of God it is God who enables us God who empowers us it is God who makes us sufficient so it's not our ability it is his ability this is his church and we are his stewards and our our, our our the measure of our stewardship then does not depend on our ability our capability the measure of our stewardship depends upon our dependability our faithfulness being in the place we're supposed to be doing what god has called us to do to be faithful Oftentimes, that that means that in the mundane things, the things that don't seemingly make a difference, the things that don't produce immediate results, the things that don't get acknowledged, those are the things that sometimes if, if we're doing simply based on the reward or the incentive that we might anticipate getting rather than a commitment to Christ and a commitment to be faithful and dependable. Those are things that we might give up on. So we understand why we're here tonight. We're here to serve the Lord. We're here because he is worthy. To worship him is to ascribe worth to him. Uh, worship is 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 our right response to the revelation of who God is so the reason we come to church is because we have been commanded to come forsake not the assembly of yourselves together we come uh, to exhort one another and encourage one another to provoke one another to love and to good works we come in obedience to the Lord's command and we come because he is worthy we come to worship him corporately Can we worship him individually? Of course. Can we worship him at home? Yes, and we should. But we should also be faithful to worship him corporately and to serve him and to be in our place. And if we are going uh, to realize the ministry that God would have for us and the opportunities that are in front of us, then it's going to require that we yield ourselves and be faithful. Be faithful. I want to ask you a question. If it was Sunday morning and you looked out in the congregation and you saw me sitting there and it was time for the message and I just sat there, how would that go? Would somebody ask me, Pastor, are you going to preach? I said, well, it's been a tough week. I just don't really feel like it. By the way, do you think those weeks ever come? I just think I'm going to just enjoy being in church today. (laughs) that wouldn't go over too well would it the first thing that would happen I don't even know if once a year would work Tom I really don't (laughs) you don't live with a woman I live with let me tell you (laughs) I mean man would I get a lecture and rightfully so don't you agree people would say what's wrong with the I mean what's wrong is something wrong? Why is it the wrong way? Is he just too upset that Tennessee lost? He can't, he can't get it together. You see, we can't just serve God when we feel like him. We can't just decide to serve God when everything's going right. That song, the God of the good times, is the God of the bad times. You believe that tonight? Well, then is he only worthy of worship in the good times? I mean, can we only sing the hymns when things are going good? No, we sing the hymns when things are going bad. By the way, in the bad or in the good, God's still good, right? So often we have a an emotional response, a, a conditioned response, conditioned by our circumstances that affects our faithfulness to the Lord. Things are going well, we're here. Things are going well, well, we're not here. If things are tight financially, I don't know if I can give. If things are going good, well, I, I can give. God says it's required. It's required. Would you say that with me? It is required in a steward that a man be found faithful. We had nine families dedicate their children to the Lord last Sunday. Wasn't that a blessing? Hallelujah. But we've got to have a boatload of nursery workers to take care of nine families. It's more than that. My wife taught the twos and threes. Now she just teaches the threes because there were too many twos and threes. So we had to split the class. Is that a good problem? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But we have to have workers. Workers in the children's Sunday school. Let me say this. The most faithful, studious, most dedicated teachers we need are teachers in the children's Sunday school department. Because we have an opportunity with young minds to influence them for Jesus moreover it is required in a steward that a man be found faithful I love to hear the choir sing don't you we're going to have a Christmas cantata and I don't like the fact that choir practices at 3 30 because that's a short day for a lot of you it takes a lot of effort but then again what are we going to do Because we gotta be ready, right? We gotta be ready. We do it for the Lord. We do it for the Lord. We're praying that many people would come. So we have to be prepared. We give him our best. If we're gonna have a choir and an orchestra, that means we gotta have people in it. Right? Well, we can't just sing when we feel like it. We've got to be faithful. Moreover, it is required. It is required in a steward that a man be found. Would you say it with me, church? Faithful. faithful. We're going to have a media ministry. If you're going to be on a camera, if you're going to work in the sound booth, then you got to be what? Faithful. If we're going to have a full choir on Sunday morning and Sunday night, I know we're running two services. Trust me, I know all about it. got to be found faithful. You see, God's stretching us. He's preparing us. He's teaching us. He's getting us ready but things that we can't imagine. He's letting us go through some hard times personally, some difficulties, some struggles, because he's preparing us, he's growing us, he's teaching us, and he wants to use us I believe that God is going to use and he is using, he's currently using let me say that but I believe he's going to use us in, in a far greater way than we can imagine this church has been chosen by God God did this to invest heavily education by the way how do we get in this trouble in our country you know how the secularists took over the education movement and they've trained a whole generation of kids to believe that there is no God and now they're behaving like it tearing cities apart no respect no reverence is happening all around us and we have an opportunity to reverse that trend right here in Hickory North Carolina by the way that's the best place for us to start isn't it It's where God has called us it's not a perfect place it's not a perfect. what what you know I said to to a, a friend that I've met recently I said he, he's in he's given his life in in public education I said there's nothing different about the kids you're dealing with and the kids we're dealing with does that shock you it should you know why they're not different because they're made of the same thing dirt just like you and I are right and what do all of them have in common they're all what sinners. The thing that sets us apart is that Christ can be preeminent and Christ can be preached and Christ can be proclaimed. We cannot make them, by the way, this was tried early by a lot of people, we cannot plug a formula that makes them become anything. That will never work. It's blown up in our faces. You cannot say, well, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to produce perfect little people. <laughs> Raw what you can say is we're going to teach them the truth of God's Word, and we're going to pray for them, and we're going to stay at it, and we're not going to quit, and we're not going to give up, and we're going to get through some difficulties, and yes, we're going to have some messes on our hands, and yes, we're going to say, I don't know if this is worth it, but if we're faithful, we'll see some people get it. And I believe we'll see enough get it to the fact that it'll make a difference right the multitude went away and walked no more with him the bible said but there were 12 who stayed now let's say you and i were standing there off to the side and we're thinking well (laughs) i mean we're just casual observers okay and we see this happening and we're going well there there goes there goes his influence look at that multitude walk away only 12 left What did those 12 do? What did they do? They changed the world. They turned it upside down. They filled Jerusalem with the message of Jesus Christ, they filled the world with the gospel. Moreover, it is required in a steward that a man be found. Let's be faithful. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Let's keep serving the Lord. You have a a place of ministry in this church, then occupy it. Occupy it. Be in your place. Be in the choir. Is Jesus not worthy of singing for? Is Jesus Jesus not worthy? He said, suffer the little children to come unto me. Forbid them not. Does that does that mean that, that we can consecrate our service to the Lord in the nursery? Putting up with those crying kids? Yes. Be faithful. And it's going to take a workforce. And we need you. On a Sunday morning, when we've barely got two rows of a choir fuel. Is God not worthy of our soul? He's worthy. You know he's worthy. Maybe we just need to be reminded. Thank you for listening. We pray that God has used his word to speak to you today. If you'd like to learn more about Tabernacle, you can visit us online at tabernaclebaptistchurch.com.